Welcome and great to have you join us as we go off script with Sam Monk, Senior Leader of Equippers Church. Enjoy today's podcast. Hey and welcome to Off Script with Sam Monk. We're going to look at what's worked, what hasn't, and leadership lessons. And Sam, good to be here with you. Um, over the years, uh, and there have been a few years that you've been uh, in a significant leadership role, there must have been, I guess, seasons that have come and gone. And uh, seasons for everything. In fact, there's some good scriptural references of that. In Ecclesiastes 3, there's a time for everything. How do you navigate the various seasons of your leadership journey? I think uh, it's not just our leadership journey, it's life. Um, right. You go through ebbs and flows and being able to recognize what God's doing in different seasons, I believe is really important. And you highlighted uh, Ecclesiastes chapter 3, where it talks about uh, there's a purpose to every season. And I like verse 3 where it talks about um, there's a season to break down and there's a season to build up. Uh, I found that really helpful that um, that they are two distinct seasons. Uh, We are so focused as leaders on the building season. It's like, let's just build, let's build, we're building something, we're building, we're building, we're building. And we've often, in a lot of places, neglected the season to break it down. No, you can so when you're talking break it down, that you're not talking of smashing because I've smashed some things out of frustration in the past, which yeah. is my own journey, and I'm working through some stuff. But I guess, and I can remember my uncle years ago was building a dollhouse and got so frustrated because every time he hammered, he'd smash himself on the thumb, mm-hmm. and he ended up smashing the whole thing to pieces. But you're not talking about demolishing things. No, not not demolishing things. Yeah, to break it down is yeah. Years ago, I wanted to buy my children a Christmas present when they're young thought what did I enjoy growing up in my childhood I enjoyed trampolines and uh, I enjoyed them but I did a lot of damage to myself on trampolines in fact one time I remember doing a backwards flip and uh, I was learning how to do a backwards flip I think I was about nine at the time and I had some guys standing beside me uh, helping me flip over on the count of three and they said it's your turn do it by yourself so I did it by myself and uh, I jumped up into the air and then I hesitated. hesitated. Uh, yeah, I hesitated <laughs> mid-air. And then as a result of it, uh, my head actually landed in between the springs. <laughs> in fact, a, a lot of scars on this forehead are a result of trampolines. Um, uh, so anyway, I wanted to buy my uh, girls a trampoline. I've got three girls for those who don't know. But I wanted a safe trampoline. And so I went on the internet and uh, saw these ones that you can buy without springs. They've got fiberglass rods around them and they've also got a net. You know, it's, it's cool. Trampolines with nets. It's like cage fighting. True. Uh, anyway, ordered this trampoline, arrived before Christmas, came in a whole lot of boxes. And then I had to set this thing up. Uh, me and my brother got my brother around. I needed some help and we, we set it up. And you had to bend about around about 50 to 60 fiberglass rods you had to bend them over and put them into a clip and if you missed the clip it's like your arm would be taken off it'll be boom boom but yeah anyway we finally got them all clipped in only to realize that we were supposed to thread the net through each individual rod oh wow so it was one thing commissioning these things it was another thing to decommission them and so we decommissioned them put the net on through the rods I need to realize we'd put it inside out. <laughs> it really pays to read the instructions before. I think there should be another podcast. Read the instructions first. <laughs> read the instructions. And so anyway, we had to break it down uh, a, a third time until it looked like it should. So often our leadership, um, things don't quite look like what's in our heart. 
and we're built we're charged along building but you know it's like oh if we keep going it's gonna keep it's gone off center a little bit and I, I believe the challenge in leadership is sometimes to go oh man this is not quite what we intended we need to break this down so why do you, just on that though why do you think things don't go so we have we often think we're clear don't we in terms of vision we know where we're going we know what we're trying to achieve but why do you think we do go slightly off track like why does that happen yeah i think it's because we compromise um the vision that we have in our heart wow uh and you know oh well that will do oh that's so we, every, we maybe we appease or we kind of go it's good enough it's good enough right. yeah it's not quite but you know when there's an unrest in your spirit you know you know there's a violation that's happened there and it takes courage to break something down because when you break it down it feels like you're going backwards but isn't it interesting in in Ecclesiastes chapter three verse three that word for break it down a breakdown is actually the same word that's used in First Chronicles chapter fourteen for breakthrough, wow. where there's a breakthrough of water. Yeah, David against the Philistines, he, he broke through, and I, I really believe in leadership. Our breakthroughs come when we're prepared to break things down. And yeah, uh, we're not talking about demolishing, as you right. said. Uh, to break it down is to dismantle. Uh, when you demolish something, you're left with a whole lot of unusable parts. But when you break something down, you still got the same parts, but it gives you the ability to reorder and reshape those parts. So when you, so that's good because when you, so you're saying when you break things down, talking in the context of not going backwards, there's some stuff that's still usable. If you're not smashing everything, nothing's usable. But if you are breaking things down, there's things that you can still use. So there's lessons that have still been learned. There's, yeah. It's not wasted. It's not wasted. And that's the challenge. Is, and that's why it takes courage because it feels like you're going backwards. Oh, man, I've got to start again. Uh, I've got to start again. And, you know, being born again, <laughs> I like the whole thought is we're born once, we're born again. Uh, again is again. Some people go, oh, no, I have to do this again. Yeah, well, again is a gain. You're actually moving forward. And things, we don't often learn things unless we do them several times. And you can understand the whole, but you don't really understand the whole unless you understand the individual parts that make up the whole. Okay, talk about that a bit more because that's that's a good concept. Yeah, well, just even in leadership, you know, sometimes people want to give oversight to a church, but they don't understand the dynamics of individual ministries. And to understand the whole, you've got to understand the dynamics of what's going on in a creative team, what's going on in the finance department, what's going on there. Because otherwise, you can't give good oversight. And sometimes we build so fast that, you know, we don't, uh, we lose touch with what's going on in different places. Or sometimes I think we can feel, is, is it that leaders can feel like, oh, that's not my thing, to, someone else can deal with that stuff, you know, if it's a finance thing or something. Yeah. Rather than you've still got to know what's going on. You've still got to have an understanding, don't you? You can't just abdicate from things. Yeah, and, and there's a difference, you know, between abdication and empowerment. A lot of people, what leaders call empowerment, I think is abdication. Uh, maybe that's another podcast, <laughs> that's but, another podcast. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's just like, it's, you, we can move so fast and we can build that, you know, we go off track from what the, our original mandate is. And I, to me, the art of leadership is, is being able to simplify stuff. And what I've found, this is what I've found, it's easy to start something new. Right. 
because we we like That's new. Fun. We're addicted yeah. to new. Every new version, new thing, uh, is like the world. You know, discards what they have. Let's get something new. Uh, the hardest thing in leadership is not necessarily to start something new. The hardest thing in leadership is actually to stop what's existing. Wow. Um, because that's when you got to fight on your hands. <laughs> um, and the challenge of leadership is what do you need to stop doing? And I think it's only in the season of breaking things down we understand, we get clarity on that. Um, what are we building with? You know, as Psalm 127 says, unless the Lord builds a house, those who labor, labor in vain. I don't know about you, but I don't want to expend a whole lot of energy for nothing. Laboring in vain. And I think, is it is it fairly, you know, it could be fairly intimidating to let some things die because people have sown, they've given, they've, you know, there's a lot of investment that's gone into things. Mm. But ultimately, we really want to see fruit, don't we? Yeah. You know, we want to, we're breaking things down, not for the sake of it. And you often say there's no point in either having meetings or different spaces if we don't know why we're there. Yeah. And so breaking it down is not simply for the sake of it. It's not simply change for change's sake, but sometimes we've got to know when we allow things to die and when we allow things to... And like you say, there's a, there's a season for everything. There's a season. Some things do come and go. Yeah. It's like people have been running conferences and they keep on running the conferences because we've always run the conferences, but the conference is no longer achieving its purpose. It's mission. It's not uh, pushing the movement or pushing the church into its mission. So you know, I think everything needs to be evaluated in the in the light of mission and purpose. And it's the season of breaking it down that um, really helps us evaluate that. And it's a season to be treasured because I've found as I've been prepared to break it down, is then we've broken through ceilings. A lot of people are kept, can be kept in their leadership simply because they're not prepared to go backwards to go forwards. Right. Are there, are there t- are there, is there an example of, I guess, a situation where you've had to think through that, break something down, you know, to, to rebuild? Is there something that you can think about that? Yeah. Well, I think even um, leadership um, positioning of people is like, okay, are they in the right position? Yeah, just because they've been there for six, seven years doesn't mean it's right for them in the next season and when you're talking about people their call and destiny you know um, they are some big conversations that you don't want to just do it haphazardly um, I, but that they're, they're big things to evaluate is this right for the next season um, of where God's taking us but also for this person and I think I, I really believe when you put God first um, well when, when you put God first and and you value people, I often say um, when it comes to our vision, we don't want to use people to accomplish our vision. Um, People are our vision. I like that. That's good. Yeah. And if we in the end serve people, um, our vision and our mission is always going to grow. And I think some leaders will have vision and they're just recruiting people, using them to accomplish their vision rather than realizing that people are your vision. And if you're releasing people into their call and their destiny – um, you know, the whole thing moves forward. So do you think a lot of the breaking it down uh, comes down to people? I mean, I know that we are we are in the business of people. This is what we do. We sounds sorry, that sounds a cheesy way to say it, but really we're all about people because Jesus was all about people. Yeah. Um, and do you think that a lot of these conversations are, you know, you talked about courage. 
Is it is it the courage that we need to really navigate these conversations around people? And are they in the right place? Are they in the right lane? Are they? Yeah, it's it's people, but it's also um, just institutional thinking, even around our calendar. You know, we take yes, yeah, yeah, last year's calendar, and we map it out, and we copy and paste and put it into this year. Uh, it's really saying, God, what do you want to do? Uh, and one of our hearts cry, and I love this verse in Exodus 33, where Moses says, God, if your presence doesn't go with us, we don't want to go. And it's just saying, God, what are you in in this next season? Because I can't t- take for granted what worked in the last season is going to work in this season. And I think everything, the danger is we get lazy and we just go, okay, that worked last season, let's do it again. <laughs> and then we do it again and it doesn't have the same level of impact. Mm. Um, the moment we've started trusting a formula and a program rather than God is a moment where we're in serious trouble. And the danger is is we don't break it down and go, God, okay, here's all the components of our ministry. Here's the strength that we've got. Um, how do you want to reorganize this? How do you want to reorganize and reshape it? And I'm not saying that you do that every year, but I, I think you've got to do it in different seasons. Yeah, I was going to ask about the timing of that. Do you, is, is it something that you would personally review towards the end of a year, going into a, a next year? Like how how formulaic, I guess, are you in looking through those things? I mean, this is off script, so maybe yeah. not very formulaic at all. <laughs> but how, you know, how do you? How, what's the timings of navigating some of these things for you? Well, I think every uh, these different seasons for different things, and so you got to look at movements churches individuals right down so yeah but seven years is a real critical time frame in the bible it's significant um on the seventh year they rested the land um i really believe when it comes to paradigms the way that we look at things uh we sometimes overextend um our paradigm beyond its life point I think paradigms have a seven-year, six to seven-year life, lifetime. And if we've been operating off a paradigm, a way that we view leadership, a way that we view God for for a certain time, and we don't reinvent ourselves or we don't get a new revelation of God, that's when we often get stuck. Uh, first two years, we're getting accustomed to a new way of doing things because it's new. It's a new paradigm of thought. Uh, third and fourth years, we're getting accustomed. We're getting rhythm. Fifth year, we're bearing fruit. Sixth year, you know, routine. Seventh year, we get bored. Right. And um, that's where it's like, man, I need to break it down so that I can, you know, come to... Because the danger is in in leadership, you do it six years, it's almost like you can do it without thinking. (laughs) You can do it without engaging faith. And when it comes to our leadership, it's so important that we're engaging faith in every season. And so, yeah, I've been leading for a long time, but I need a place, I need to be in a place where I'm happy scared, where, where I'm dependent on God. And in the season of breaking that down, it's like, whoa, God, well, what if this doesn't all come back together again? Oh, well, if he's not building it, it's a waste of time anyway, but it's a faith journey to trust that God, God is in it, he's building his house and uh, he knows the end from the beginning. And often I think I've heard you say, you know, in terms of, I guess, growth and, and say church life or any kind of industry, as usually as the as the growth goes up, it's it's on it's in that season you've got to keep working on it, isn't it? It's not yep. when it gets to plateau because then it starts to decline, but you've got to 
be really actively thinking about those things almost all the time, don't you? Constantly got to be reviewing, constantly got to be assessing. And I love what you said. We've got to live on that edge of faith. Yeah. Faith is everything. It's the currency of heaven. It's what pleases God. Yeah. And so putting yourself in a place, and that's again, comes back to courage, doesn't it? It does. Because it's a scary thing to do to live. And, and often I hear you say, you know, God, if God doesn't move, we're all stuffed. Like yeah. this has to work and this has to be God. Yeah. And that's that's the thing is, is a lot of people, uh, when they get into a place where they're bored, where they're just doing the routines and it's like, I know the routine. <laughs> and routines are good. You need good routines, but it's the spirit behind that. If you haven't got that that energy, you know, that's in a point where, hey, I need to break some down things down. I need to reevaluate. Um, and for some people, you know, it's just going through a whole reinvention. And in that place, um, you know, we get a new revelation of who Jesus is. When cool. we do that. Yeah, I love that. A new revelation in every season because there's more it. to God. So good. So good. Some, such great wisdom. And again, uh, we believe that significant ministry does flow from significant relationship. And if you've got someone again in your world that needs to hear this message, if this has been helpful, that's been great. If it's not, you can discard it. <laughs> yep. uh, but we do pray it's been Sorry helpful. for wasting, <laughs> Sorry for wasting your time. <laughs> We've enjoyed chatting to one another anyway. Uh, otherwise, thanks so much again for listening and we'll see you again soon. Thanks for listening to Offscript with Sam Monk. If you found this podcast helpful, make sure you pass it on. We love your feedback, so drop us a line about what topics you'd like to hear about on Offscript with Sam Monk.